Bo Gilberts. Welcome to my gym in my home. And tonight I'm talking about or asking a question. Is it a Ponzi scheme and how can you tell? Because there's a lot of them out there today. So I just want to give you some advice and I hopefully this will help. Here's the thing. Um, when we talk about Ponzi schemes, let, let's talk about what it's not. Okay, so in network marketing, where is the money made at? I mean, for those people that join with the idea of being financially free, um, are you going to get financially free by selling products? Of course not. I mean, unless you're the most incredible salesperson in the world, I don't know how you'd do that. I mean, you'd have to sell a, lot, a ton of products. And then as soon as you stop selling, so does your income, right? And unless you take that money and invest it in something and grow it that way, okay? Uh, but the money is in building a business. So you, you might have heard me in the past say that you need to sell the franchise, not the burger. I got that from the McDonald's story because that was the story. Great Croc story, what made McDonald's great. Whereas the McDonald brothers missed out big time. It was Ray Kroc who made a fortune. McDonald's brothers were focused on the product, on product sales. <clears throat> and that's the biggest, excuse me. <clears throat> that's what happens when I'm getting in the hot tub. I get a dry throat after that. Um, or the sun, I mean. Because that's part of the problem today that we see in our profession as it has evolved because as it has evolved uh, over the last three decades, whereas three decades ago, there was a lot of emphasis on selling products. That's what we did. I mean, if you would have met me back in the 1970s when I was in Forever Living Products, that's what I sold. I sold the aloe vera juice, right? Uh, and so, that was the only thing I understood at that time. We called it multi-level marketing back then because there was no internet. After the internet, it was called network marketing. So, so the thing is, it evolved, and so there was a strong emphasis on sales. And then <clears throat> uh, we have the DSA, or the Direct Sales Association, where you have all these network marketing companies that are a part of that association. So then, you know, then the FTC, <clears throat> they, uh, you know, since they, since your company, my company and other companies call themselves direct sales companies, how many of the leaders in your company actually go out and sell products? If you're in the United States, if you're in Europe, probably not many because why is because we don't believe in selling products. No, it's, it's a different methodology in the way we promote our products. I send a link to you. <clears throat> I said, this is the product I was telling you about. Click on that link, you can purchase. But then the government's looking at it and saying, wow, nobody's driving around with brown bags making deliveries. Nobody's selling product. It's a pyramid scheme. <clears throat> so that's an unreasonable uh, definition, but part of what creates that confusion is companies calling themselves direct sales companies. We're not about direct sales, we're about consumption. We're building a network of consumers, not a network of salespeople. The whole thing has shifted, it's shifted uh, since what it was decades ago. But what hasn't shifted is the understanding of what we are.
So, so to build a business and build a network of consumers out there, I have 700,000 consumers in my network. But now if they get some compensation, you know, then, you know, of course, then the FTC will say, ah, see, that's not a consumer. If I consume the product, I'm not a consumer. <laughs> okay, we'll let that battle be fought next year in the Supreme, if it, you know, if it has to go to the Supreme Court, great. So the thing is, but there are things out there today that are obviously uh, Ponzi schemes. Um, <clears throat> i tell you the true acid test of a Ponzi scheme is what happened with me recently. And, and by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to allude to a few, but I'm not going to call them out by name because I don't want to offend anybody because sometimes people get involved in these things and they don't realize they're uh, Ponzi schemes. And uh, they're really innocent. They really are. They just didn't understand it. But I had a friend reach out to me who I love and respect. And I've worked with her for, oh man, close to two decades in my career, my 41 year career of network marketing. And uh, she said, hey, look at this, look at this place, look at this. I said, okay, I'll look at this. And you know, she, you know, she sends me the video. And so I go, I listen very patiently to the presenter in the video. <clears throat> And he goes on and talks about, um, um, talks about, um, oh, Ethereum. There we go. So it's been a long day. Ethereum. Okay. He talks about uh, what, what's happening with Ethereum. And he talks about how their company is the first, de first network marketing decentralized platform. Yeah. First decentralized platform in, in network marketing. And, uh, and it's going to rock. He couldn't turn it down. He couldn't blah, blah, blah. He, I mean, you know, he just had to do this, man. He had to do this. And, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, uh, first of all, friends, let's get something straight. <clears throat> you need to pay attention to words. There's a lot of deception out there. Okay. There's a lot of deception out there. Sometimes people want to sound intelligent and they really sound stupid to say that a comp, let's say this particular company, they're the first company, first network marketing company to offer a decentralized platform. First of all, Ethereum is already decentralized. So they didn't create anything. It was, that's the whole thing of cryptocurrency. It's decentralized. In other words, you're not going through a bank when you make a transaction, right? Or a smart contract or whatever, you know, you're not going through a bank. It's already decentralized. So they, you know, so that was the first thing I thought of. Okay, you're trying to sound intelligent, but you sound stupid. You, you say it, it, it's decentralized. It already was decentralized. You didn't create anything. Therefore, you're selling money. That's what that's what your product is. It's money. As a matter of fact, the, the rest of the video was all about money. So there was so there's a couple of things that need to stand out here, and this is the acid test. Okay, one is. <clears throat> Um, how do you know a Ponzi scheme from a legitimate network marketing opportunity? Number one is, can the product, if, if you took network marketing away, and if you just sold the product, would it sell? Does the product have true market value? If it does, then most likely you have a legitimate network marketing opportunity. That is, unless you're selling drugs, okay? If you're selling drugs, maybe that's not legitimate, okay? If, the, if that's the product of your company, 
and it's cocaine, it might be very problematic, okay? <laughs> but you get what I mean. If that product can sell itself with, independent of a network marketing model and, uh, and it has real market value, then, then that's a very good sign. It's a very good sign. Number two, and that, and that is if the presentation, uh, if it really moves right into the money very quickly, that's very suspicious, very suspicious because the focus is on the money. And I think Tanyana uh, on her earlier comment was alluding to that. You know, if the, if the, if it's not, if there's no product focus and the focus is just on recruiting, then, then that's very problematic. The very basis of your opportunity should be the product. Now, having said that, just like the McDonald's brothers story, right? They had a system in which they could create <clears throat> and make cheeseburgers and shakes and whatever, fries. They had a system. <clears throat> it was a good product. Maybe at the time it was, I don't know. Compared to now, I don't know. But back then. And then, and so that's it. Ray says, okay, it is what it is. I don't wanna focus on that. I wanna focus on selling franchises because we have a great product here. It's the same thing with your network marketing. You sell the franchise, you don't sell the product. You don't focus on product sales. Why? Because we want to establish a network of consumers, not a network of salespeople. People don't wanna sell. Do you wanna sell? Do you really? I mean, maybe you do. Personally, I don't like sales. I've never liked sales, okay? But I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to promote ideas and concept and, and things that uh, excite me. Yes, that, that I am. <clears throat> but what I want to do is I want to build a network where we can move millions and millions of dollars of products to consumers every month. I mean, think about it. That's how McDonald's moves, uh, you know, the, look at all the franchises around the world. I, I don't care what country you go to, you can find a McDonald's. Matter of fact, the cheeseburgers in Taiwan taste better than the ones here. Okay. <laughs> they really do. It's true. So, so the thing about it is, uh, now here's the other thing too. I had someone else, <clears throat> what was that? Oh yeah, I listened, another good friend sent me something. And, um, and so again, it's another play on words. And I'm not saying that this uh, is a Ponzi scheme. I'm, what I'm amazed at is how people will jump on something before they get the facts. So, <clears throat> so <clears throat> excuse me, had to clear my throat tonight. Sauna, but, um, and again, I, I'm not knocking this company and I'm not saying what the company is, <clears throat> but there was an urgency to look at the video, to make a decision. And if you make a decision and you get in tonight, you can have the founder's position, a founder's position. And then they talked about some of the benefits of the founder position. I'm going to tell you that expression, founder position, um, again, it's another play on words. I mean, I've got, it's built in my nervous system. When I hear this stuff, it triggers, okay? I know what this stuff means, okay? It means they don't have enough money to launch their own venture. I don't want to call it a company because usually these kind of, these kind of people have sweet numbers. That's really true. They have sweet numbers. You know, it's like one woman, one time when I would, and I'm shifting, but 
she, you know, she wanted me to look at this and I, I looked at this. I said, what's the address of your company? And she gave me the address and I did a real quick Google search <clears throat> on it. And, um, it was a trailer down a dirt road. I even had the picture of the trailer and I sent it to her. I said, this is your company. Congratulations. She was so shocked again. She didn't do her research, did she? But going back to the other thing about what I was talking about, what I was listening to last night, somebody in the video saying, get in tonight, that you can get a founder's position, blah, blah, blah. And I, and, and, and I told my friend, I said, you know, it's usually, you know, what that means is they don't have cash. They're trying to get this thing off the ground and they're using that. And the other thing too, was the video started off, he just gave his first name. He never said what his last name was. Though he did say about all the money he's made in uh, his profession. He's made fortunes, showed pictures of him, you know, in front of a, you know, a luxury car and, you know, special vacations and things like that. Well, if you're going to do all that, why don't you just say who you are? It's very suspicious when a person won't give their name. It's like, okay, who are you hiding from? Um, you know, why are you not giving your name? But again, when you hear those kind of expressions, then just understand that's what it is. Going back to the other thing I want to point out, when it comes to Ponzi schemes too, <clears throat> the other company, one thing I've noticed a couple, and I, and I saw another one, <laughs> because people reach out to me and they say, do you, do you know anything about this? And, and, uh, but I noticed the last couple of Ponzi schemes that are really moving around and it revolves around cryptocurrency. And there's nothing wrong with cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency has got nothing to do with the Ponzi scheme. They're just using it as the product. Okay, that's the problem. Okay. But they're, the, these companies are using matrix compensation plans. I want to tell you that it's another uh, indication of, uh, uh, I mean, that's like saying to me, hey, uh, will you join me so that we can fail together? <laughs> Because I've never seen a matrix ever stay around. It's never happened. Uh, Unilevel plans, yes. Generational plans, yes. Binaries, yes. Because USANA is the oldest binary, right? Uh, matrixes, how many, how many great companies are, are out there that are matrixes? But it's interesting, these latest Ponzi's are matrixes. And all it is is a gifting system. It's a gifting system where somebody gives up a leader, uh, or it's a, we call it, we used to call it a one-up program 30 years ago, you know, <laughs> where you give your, your, your sponsor, one of your leaders, Hey, make sure you give them somebody who's really no good. You know, somebody's not going to do anything. <laughs> anyway, you give that to your sponsor. That's called a one-up system, but it's, but it's, but the whole thing, bottom line, it's a money game. Uh, 25 years ago, I can remember they used to do this through the mail. They would actually mail cash to one another. So now it's crypto. So the thing is, just be careful. Why be careful? I mean, does it really matter? I mean, if you jump in there and, and you make a lot of money, is that okay? Well, number one, you could hurt a lot of people that are not gonna do as well. Number two, <clears throat> please remember, that if we go back to the days of Vima, when the FTC went after Vima, they went after distributors too. They went after people that made money in that company. They didn't just go after the company. 
And that's what they do today. And so we've seen this with other, with other uh, I call them deals. These aren't companies, but, but I've seen it with companies where they'll actually target now anybody who's made money. So the thing about it is if you have, let's say a downline, a downline that, uh, that you've made money and they didn't make money, they could go right to the, 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 the attorney general. You know, they could go to, they could go to the authorities and, and blow the whistle on you. They could say, Hey, this person got me in this. Then they, what are they going to do? Knock on your door. They can lien your property. They can freeze your bank accounts. They can do anything they want to do because they've done it before. They've done it to others. And now they love to do it. You know, it's, it's a, they look for this stuff now. They look for it. So the thing about it is, <clears throat> and that's another reason why you want to be careful, really, because you don't want to bring a lot of madness into your life because you made a wrong decision. So what do you do? You just simply get good at doing your homework. Number one, uh, if you want to know whether it's a Ponzi scheme or not, again, going back to what, what do they have a product and don't let them blow sunshine in your face because that's what they do. So if they say, oh yeah, yeah, our product is, uh, we're the first uh, uh, decentralized platform. No, that's, that's cryptocurrency language, okay? That means their, their product is money, okay? Run, hang up the phone. <laughs> Don't talk to them anymore. Say, thank you, sorry, bye, gotta go. Um, who are, who's the owner? If it's like the video yesterday, the guy doesn't have a last name. Or third, it was like, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, I read a, a message uh, from a friend of mine uh, regarding another Ponzi scheme. And, and it's interesting, when they did the, uh, the, the address search based on the website that was related to the Ponzi scheme, in other words, they were behind the Ponzi scheme, the address went to a restaurant. It went to a restaurant. Um, so uh, who are the, who are the uh, owners? of this so-called company, assuming it, it, it is a company. Who are the owners? Who are these people? What's their background? Have they ever been sued? Have they ever been in companies that um, got in trouble with the government, were closed, were closed down by the FTC? Um, these are all questions that are important to ask. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting, the video I was listening to last night regarding the guy that only gave his first name, <coughs> excuse me, we would never talk about what his product was, what his strategy was, and, or how you used his service. And yet all these people were jumping in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? You know, but that's what people do. People will do that. They don't do their homework. You know, a lady, uh, one time, a good friend of mine called me up and said, hey, would you, would you uh, look at this company with me? Well, I love her to death. And I said, yeah, I'll look at it. <laughs> I said, okay, let's look, send me what you got. What do you know about it? And, <clears throat> and then I looked at it and I saw that the owner was sued before. He was in a failed company before. It didn't take me long to find that information. It didn't take me long to find out that their product was just a, commodity product. It didn't take me long to look at their compensation plan and see that the best of the best 
in that company only made $10,000 a month. That was as good as you could do in that compensation plan. Well, that's no money. That was no money 20 years ago when I was in network marketing. $10,000 a month? Mm, no. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you know, really. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, how do you... <laughs> so I, I looked at the whole thing and I said, okay, I can see how the company will do good. I don't see how, how a leader would do good in something like that. That was not a Ponzi scheme, by the way. That's more in the area of what I'm talking about, doing your homework, learning how to ask questions. And that was the thing that got me, I think, into a lot of trouble uh, decades ago, okay? I'd say, well, decades, two, two de more than two decades ago, 23 years ago. I, I went into about five or six different companies, but they weren't really companies. These were people that started these ventures and, uh, and it didn't work out. They really had no business of launching it anyway. Now, these were not intentional crooks. These were just people that lacked business experience. But when we talk about Ponzi schemes and things like that, um, yeah, I want to know everything. Any anytime somebody brings something to my table and they want me to look at it, and, and, and I don't spend my time every day looking at things. I just don't. I, I don't have time for it, do, nor am I interested in it. But, but, I, but when I do, I mean, I have a criteria that I go by and I start asking a lot of questions. So that's the thing. Just be careful and don't assume that uh, just because you make a lot of money that, hey, when, you know, when it's gone and it will be, um, at least I got a boat out of it, maybe a house, uh, yeah, but maybe a lawsuit too. And that's the thing. The FTC, again, they are looking, they are looking for this stuff. And it's all over Facebook, it's all over uh, the, you know, the internet, social media, uh, these people that promote it. And you think the FTC doesn't watch this stuff? They do. They do watch this stuff all the time. And unfortunately, it gives network marketing a very bad name. That's the sad thing about it. Because there's great companies out there, a lot of great companies out there. But what makes it makes us look bad is Ponzi schemes. Because we're not Ponzi schemes. We're not. We're, we, we have a product. We have a product we offer. We have a service we offer. Um, you know, there's, it's, it's a real business. Um, it's not a Ponzi scheme. But, these pon but they'll look at those Ponzi schemes and they'll say, see, that's what they all are. That's what they all are. When it's not true at all. It's not true at all. So the thing about it is, uh, that's another reason not to do it. Because we're supporting something that in the end could really damage our future. And we don't want to see that happen. So warn your friends about it and talk to them about it. You could share this video. If you have <clears throat> um, people in your downline that are being affected by it. And they think, wow, I'm missing out, man. I'm missing out. I look at look at these people. Look at what they're making. Yeah, uh-huh. That's right. Keep watching. <laughs> Where will they be, uh, you know, six months from now? They could be in jail. They could have their property lien. They could have their bank accounts frozen. Uh, a lawsuit. They'd have to get a lawyer, defend themselves. What a mess. So it's best to do your homework and always stay away from Ponzi schemes. Anyway, uh, thank you, Bridget. Thank you. I hope you're doing well. Well, everyone, it's been fun. And I'm going to try to get on Clubhouse tomorrow. And uh, 
Um, anyway, I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to do that as well. So if you're not in Clubhouse yet, uh, find a, you know just get in it and uh, uh, join some of the uh, things that are going on there. Hopefully you can get value. Well, thanks for uh, being on tonight. And George has reminded me, my book, um, my book, Reaching the Peak, is on Amazon in English and Spanish. So if you if you haven't read that book, it's my 40 year journey. And Robert, nice to see you. And uh, yeah, Robert's got a story too on Ponzi schemes. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it's so much of it right now, so much of it. And it makes, again, not only network marketing look bad, it makes cryptocurrencies look bad. And it's, that's crazy. I mean, because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in diver, you know, if you want to increase your network marketing income, then put some money in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yes, it, 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 it's gone into a dip now. That's okay. It had a bull run. It had a bull run. And so uh, it, I, I love dips. I really do. I love it when it goes back. I love it when I see my portfolio lose $100,000. I love that. That may sound crazy, but uh, but it's it's only because now, and I hope there will be a, deep, a deeper dip, because to me, it's it, it, then I would throw more money in it. You know, somebody say, what? You lost 100,000, you put more? Yeah, absolutely. Because you watch where it'll, it'll go when it comes back. Just like the stock market. Just like the stock market. Then it'll come back and it'll come back strong. Only it'll go much further than it was before. And so it's fun, actually. It's, you know, but yeah, I'm a big believer that, you know, don't let your money just sit in the bank and don't blow it, okay? Be smart. Learn how to grow your income in network marketing, you can grow it by diversifying. Uh, it's a very smart thing to do. So yeah, that's right, Michelle. Good to see you, all of you. Love all you guys. I'll see you, uh, I'll put out some value tomorrow. Thanks for joining me tonight. Take care.